You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Back, back, run like a wild man. I watched the struggle and I watched you wrestle with them angels. Delirious. From Auburn University, Bo Jackson. Jackson. The correct Jern-Hare Stadium time is 8.04 p.m. Central Standard Time. Your digital, your digital audio device is tuned to the Orange and True podcast, harbored by collegeandmagnolia.com. Greetings and salutations, Orange and Truthers. I'm Senna Crow, at Senna Crow 2 on Twitter, or Senna Crow on Venmo. You can call me Drew, you can call me Crow, you can call me whatever you want. To one side of me, via the magic of the internet, is the rumor monger, Ryan Starrett. Ryan, come in. I'm here. To the other side of me, giving you full Fort Payne ASMR. A man of taste. A man with a thousand generations flowing in his blood. The AU Chief. Come in, AU Chief. Over. And from Fort Payne, Alabama. Merry <laughs> Christmas. Let me tell you. Nice. The best thing that the trilogy, the new trilogy did was make Luke Skywalker look more like a person you might see in Fort Penn, Alabama. (laughs) (laughs) Somehow in the afterlife, he uh, gained a beer gut. Got a beer gut, got some long hair and a beard. It's on all that dinosaur milk. Yeah, he quit. He he quit Jedi play and started doing a little bit of roadie for uh, for Skinner. (laughs) Alternatively. Mark Hamill told them to go F themselves when they asked him to get in shape after having him get in shape uh, to, one, not be in a movie, and two, be in a movie that he uh, vehemently disagreed with his portrayal in. And they were like, oh, okay. <laughs> so, Have you seen the, um, the Pakistani guy? I can't remember what his name is. Who was in Silicon Valley. Kumail. Kumail Nanjiani. He's hilarious. Oh, yeah. And he's now been cast in a Marvel movie. Yeah, he's and in uh, The Eternals. The Eternals, yeah. You seen the picture of him that came out? Of him, he's just, like, ripped. He's shredded up. Like, he went from being, like, this normal-looking dude, and now he is literally just, like, shredded. Like, P90X, Tony shredded. I, I have not seen that. I, I have seen that. It's pretty good. You should Google it, Chief. Kumail Nanjiani shredded. Um. Yeah, it's a good one. Basically, the way to get in shape is to be cast in a Marvel movie and have Disney yeah. throw millions and millions your yeah, way. Yeah, right, right. Get you your own uh, very own pretty good personal trainer. Yeah, we. I, you know, I, I would have made it to the league if I had a personal trainer. Yeah, me too. <laughs> and you know, a few more, uh, like some bone breaking uh, surgeries to make me taller. Right. Um. All right. So let's get into it. Because we don't have a long one. This is a short holiday episode. We hope everybody had a Merry Christmas. Uh, we truly wish you have a, a Happy New Year and Happy Holidays. Um, if you don't do Christmas or something else is your thing, we hope you had a, a Happy Merry one of that. Um, but we're going to do – Auburn basketball continues to roll on. Yeah. Roll on highway. Roll on long. Yeah. 
Like an 18-wheeler. Yes. Sorry to continue with our theme. Yeah, Auburn basketball has been, been great. Ryan? Undefeated. Uh, yeah. Just let, let me talk. <laughs> uh, no, so I think what I think about, I like about this Auburn team is they've won games in a bunch of different ways already. I think we talked about that. Like, it's kind of like a, like yeah, a you don't know whose game it's going to be tonight. Yeah. There's been a couple of close games. There's been a couple blowouts. I mean, there are a couple games where we've come from behind, a couple games where we've blown leads. I mean, everybody's had a big game. We've played every type of game I think that we can. Um, I should be a pretty good experience going into conference play. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I started out with uh, with basketball, but I see in the show notes now we're supposed to start with football. Let's well, it's do a bad preview episode. Yeah. <laughs> Let's quickly run through basketball and then we'll do some football. All right. Um, since the last episode, we beat NC State, which was probably the biggest win of the season. Um, looked really good at times in that game, I thought. Uh, beat Lehigh, 74-51, and beat Lipscomb, a sound, a sound beating of Lipscomb, 86-59. That game was way less close than that score. It was a sound beating, but no instruments. No instruments, that's <laughs> right. No instruments from Lipscomb. I mean, the band was not there. Oh, what an... Uh, come on, guys. Get it Does together. Lipscomb? We got... Do they have, have a band? band? No, our band should have been there. Our band was not there. Oh, our band wasn't there. The pet our band band's in Tampa. There. They like should have been at the basketball game. It's, it's, uh, are we a basketball school or are we not? That's the question. Or apparently like we're an Outback school. Yeah, we're Bloomin' Onion school. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like how you have here... Um, we can talk about me as being a celebrity. And I'm going to say thanks to Chief. For that, oh. for the assist. Well, whatever. Well, there, my question about that the one was, game I've missed this year. Well, because thanks to Ryan for the tickets, I okay. um, when I got back into the seat after being celebrity in, Sarah's first question to me was, "Who would it have been if it wasn't you?" And I <laughs> didn't have an answer for it because if it was me, it means that like. It really means they didn't have anybody else on the. Well, it, to give me an idea, it was Aubie yeah. for Lipscomb. So yeah, I think usually it's Aubie if they don't have anybody else. They, hey. should not, they shouldn't do it every week. Well, it's a thing. Yeah, it's a thing now. I you know I've never seen Aubie two games in a row, and I I'm not sure if I've seen Aubie twice in one season. So there's usually somebody there. Okay. Uh, you know, they'll, some former player and or even yes, current player in the crowd. I, yeah, they they pulled up for or current players before and stuff like that. So, you know, it wasn't somebody. Stranahan's Diamond Peak tonight. That's a free plug. Yeah, what's that? It's a single malt Colorado. Oh, okay. Um, undefeated in non-conference. To be celebrity in was a huge crazy thing. It was um, cool. Did they play We've Got Jared in the scenario? No. Oh, come on, guys. They played Sansa. <laughs> <laughs> Which I wish I, I think, had. I don't think the band, If I think if the pet band maybe had uh, been aware of who was going to be Celebrity in, yeah. maybe they would have played it. They probably didn't know, though. One of my favorite things about it, like Chief recorded a pretty great video of the whole thing because he had great seats. And the 
the amount of obvious awareness was staggering. Like it was tonight, celebrity letter in, and they say my name. And they say like, oh, they say like writer and recording artist. <laughs> yes, they call it <laughs> yeah, a you had a... artist. That was the best part. And they had a whole bio leading into it. Writer and recording artist Drew Croson. And then they, like, people kind of chant, like, kind of cheer. But then he says, like, writer of the song, We've Got Jared. And then all of a sudden, oh, yeah, I know who that is. Like, <laughs> nobody had a clue who I was. It's the We've Got Jared guy. we got Jared guy. Absolutely. Because the lady, I was like, are they going to put my name on the screen or something? Because nobody in this building knows who I am. It's like, yeah, yeah, they're going to put your name on the screen. And then what if the they had just of, announced you by your Twitter handle? Yeah, they should have. The should look have, on the guy's face. That would have been great. Because, you know, sometimes like they'll have the, a replay of the Celebrity M when they come back from commercial on ESPN or SEC yeah. Network or whatever. Right. Yeah. So there's a, the guy who's filming that is a cameraman who's like literally taking a knee in front of me. Uh-huh. And the look on his face when they announced who I was or what I was was one of like, I can't believe I filmed this. Because they're not going <laughs> to that crap. Like, <laughs> no idea. They're not going to put that on the TV. Oh, man. Yeah, that was, that was, a, that was a cool moment. And uh, just <laughs> the fact they called you a recording artist is great. The guys behind us getting their, asking to have their picture made with you uh, was uh, pretty funny, too. Really <laughs> funny. Really funny. Um, yeah, that was such a, it's been, it's been the weirdest ride and maybe that's the end of it. You know, that's a nice little like coda at the end of a pretty hilarious and weird and awesome thing that the Auburn family gave me or that, yeah, yeah a joke that I played on the Auburn family is basically what go. this is. <laughs> yeah, but it, I don't know, it's part of the season. It'll yeah. be the part of the season that a lot of people always remember, so. When they bring the team back in five years or ten years or whatever it is, oh, hopefully God. They, they bring you back to Crow. They got to play it, at least. <laughs> at least play it. Um, we'll be singing it in the stands. The, the, the next thing I want to toot my own horn on is that I, uh, not only did I write We've Got Jared, I was early on the Austin Wiley is Amazing couch. And not everybody, there's still room on it. If you want to come on, uh, on the Austin Wiley is Amazing couch, I'll make room. <laughs> it's a comfortable place to be because that dude is awesome. Just racking up double doubles. Oh yeah. What did you tell, say today, Ryan? That he is uh, second in America in defense. Oh yeah, he's percentage. second American <laughs> in defensive rebounding percentage. He's ninth in offensive rebounding. Incredible. And his PER is thirty-one point seven. That's so, real good. <laughs> real good. That's real good for a guy who plays twenty minutes a game. It's all That's the crazy him. thing. Is like. Is is he gonna get more minutes during conference play, or is this just gonna I, be the plan? No, I've, just I've ride been, it all season. I think the plan is twenty for him, twenty for Anthony. My biggest yeah. question—that's my biggest question going into conference play—is does Bruce adjust his rotation? Was this rotation he used in non-con just him trying to figure out who's gonna play, or is this the actual rotation we're gonna see going all the way into March? Because I feel like he's gonna tighten it up. I don't think he's gonna keep playing eight nine guys. I really don't. Whose minutes are going away, though? Well, I think Dan Jell's minutes are probably going away. No, well, not if he plays like he did uh, last night. And I think, I think, I think you're going to start seeing less Anthony. I think you're going to start seeing a lot more Austin, uh, Okoro, Javon, Samir. Uh, I think that lineup, those four guys will get. We a ton played. Of we played some. Uh, 
much different lineups than we've seen all year against Lipscomb the other night. We played yeah. a lot of Samir point guard. I noticed that. Yeah, there's I, a lot of Samir I, point guard. We're going to see a lot of Devin Cambridge in conference play because he's been getting more minutes, it feels like, yeah. every day. Yep. Uh, we played uh, a lot of him and Jamal with uh, Okoro, Samir, and either Austin or Anthony. Yeah. So I, Isaac really playing the four role. Right. Um, and speaking on Anthony, what's been the deal with him? He He's playing as the five, but he's not playing that role on offense. I mean, he's all but abandoned uh, going to the basket on the offensive end. He's, I think he's taken six two-point attempts in the last four games. Hmm. It's just not efficient, I guess. Well, no, he's he's got the best uh, two-point scoring percentage on the team. That's because he's, he's not uh, he's not <laughs> taking a lot of them. When you when when your opportunities are low and you've made most of the ones you've had, I guess that's. I don't know. He lacks. But, I mean, he 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 was earlier in the season. He was he was shooting a decent amount. And, and now he's not. He's taking a couple of threes a game, and that's it. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't, so I don't know if the strategy's different. I mean, I, I, I'm sure it's not an accident. I mean, I, I'm sure there is something going on that's causing this to be the case. Um, I just don't know enough basketball to know what it is, to be honest. He's just not very aggressive right now. Yeah, that's the main. But is it that, or is this? Is it strategy of, well, he's just going to play outside more, and we're going to. I don't know. Is it, is it Isaac playing? He's still a good defender. I, I think it's he's part that he, too because Austin doesn't play outside. So part of it is if we need a five that can stretch the floor, if Bruce thinks that's what we've got to do, he sends Amperny in, and so that's yeah. kind of Amperny's role. He's a post that stretches the floor. So, so then when he's in the game. It's hey, we're going to run and try and wear him out, exactly. and then we bring in yeah. Austin to just kind of lay on him. Austin yep. is the Cameron artist pain. Okay. Or the the campette way of this. There we go. That way, uh, carry on Johnson lineup. Eric Smith, right? Yeah. Eric Smith. <laughs> or, like, or like, uh, yeah. So you've got a guy who can do a lot in what we would call short yardage. If we're going to keep the football scenario. <laughs> Let's not. Let's, let's not keep the football scenario going. You've got a guy who can do a ton of grind, of gritty two-point work. The best way to make that happen is to get the team spread out, the defense yeah. spread out, because uh, then it spreads the lane out. So you can get the team spread out by running another guy in there, and then all of a sudden you put him in. It's really a change of pace, and now it makes Austin more effective if Anthony's more effective. Is is the strategy is the and is the coaching different when he's in the game, though? Is it, is it understood, hey, when Anthony's in there, we're not trying to run the same offense as when Austin's in there? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. Let's keep moving. Expectations. Before the season, we were all like, we need to just make the tournament. And Ryan asks, with 12 wins in hand, has that changed? And I would answer, no. <laughs> <laughs> No, that that's just that's just your baseline goals to make the tournament. Uh, do I think we can do better than that? Oh yeah, I think so. Uh, the SEC is looking a little bit different than I think everybody thought it would. Uh, not maybe not quite as strong um, as we thought, but right. there's a, a team in Arkansas who is a lot better than people thought they might be. I think. 
Uh, they only have the one loss, so I, I don't think anybody expected them just to have one loss heading into conference play. I think Arkansas is really good. Yeah, I think they may replace Florida as that team that uh, we kind of thought would be a, a challenger this year. I don't think – Florida looks like a mess to me. Um, and, Tennessee's kind of falling apart too. Yeah, and they, Tennessee, they lost – Tennessee, LSU, both of them. Um, Kentucky, you know, they've had some problems, but we all know they'll be ready to go. Yeah, Kentucky's fine. Anyway. They they just beat Ohio State. I mean, yeah, I mean they're they, they're fine. Yeah. Um, Alabama has a little head head full of steam headed into conference play too. Um, right. You know, they got a head full of something if you ask them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I, but Auburn is still the best team in the SEC currently. <laughs> I mean. By uh by record anyway um I don't it's K- Kentucky's probably higher than us in net still even though um right well no we weren't we oh net, well, like is the top in net net and RPI I thought we were six or seven in net going yeah it's it's RPI that we've dropped to third now since since the Lipscomb game oh well, Ken Palm I think Auburn and Kentucky are like right there to get yeah Kentucky fourteen Auburn fifteen and Ken Palm and those are the two highest SEC teams. Wow. Florida at 24, Arkansas at 32, LSU 37. No. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I think I think we have a chance to, to hit tournament play and try to win the conference. Um, so I, at this point, what is what's a bad conference season? Is it is it 500? Is it 99? Uh, I mean. I, I think mean, if you're, you, you can go nine and nine, and we'll still make the tournament. Right, so, right. Um, I I think it would be disappointing if we went nine and nine, but it wouldn't be the end of the world. Yeah, because I mean, all just projections wise, so if you're looking at you know, the middle of that possible outcomes. Auburn's Auburn's looking at eleven or twelve wins, and you know that that already puts you at twenty three, twenty four. Right. If if the things break the right way, you're looking at you know. A, one of the best regular seasons Auburn's ever had. Right. Um, I mean, this this team is is a com- I don't want to call them a complete team. They're a well-rounded team. Right. Um, and they're yeah. a good defensive team. Yes, and that'll take you very far. And we can score, and we have guys that, when push comes to shove, they can they can take over a game. We have more than one guy that can do it, and that. I think that's going to take us far. I, you know, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and say yes, we're definitely going to win this conference. But I, I think it's, I, I don't know. I'd, I'd say the odds are favorable that we do. Um, I, I'm not a odds expert myself. I'm, I'm no James Jones. Maybe he could yeah, tell us. Yeah, I mean, if you're taking, if you're saying Auburn or the field, I'm probably saying the field. But if it's Auburn or any other sp- team in particular, I'm probably leaning Auburn at this point. Yeah. Right. Um. And, and, you know, this team is built where we could go pretty deep in the tournament. Um, we've got some good guards. Um, and Samir and Javon's been playing great these last few games. Um, if, if Dangel turns it on, um, I mean, we're looking at a team that, that can do a lot of good this year. And I, I'm really excited about it, even more excited than I was coming into the season. Yeah. Me too. I think I think the best bet. I think a disappointing year is finishing fourth in the conference. Yeah, that, I'd say that. But I think anything from third and up 
is on the table. And I really think there's a chance we we win a we either get first or second in the conference, which puts yeah. you at a fairly decent seed in the tournament. But I really yeah. still think that if we make the tournament at all, yeah, that's a this is a successful year. Exactly. Even though we started twelve and zero, I don't think this twelve and zero really matters that much. The no. only way it can be an unsuccessful year if you make the tournament is if you go Virginia and lose to a 16 seed, if you're a one seed. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> and then, hey, maybe you win the national championship the next year. Ugh. Oh, boy. Because that's exactly what Curl wants, is to be just like Virginia. Man, I this, really hate the way they play basketball. Air, the air which he is breathing right now. I am in, I'm in Virginia. That's true. Oh. In the mountains. Yeah. A little more uh, hokey air than Kevin. I am. I'm really right? close to hokey, hokey, hokey. I'm, I'm actually like... About two and a half from Charlottesville and about an hour from Blacksburg. I think the closest university to me is probably Liberty, which is a drag. <laughs> they lost yesterday. They did. So there's only two left. They did. All right, let's move on. to Let's take yeah. a break real quick. Let's take a break. All right, when we're back, it is 825 here on Orange and True, call us with all your thoughts on the Auburn up, upcoming Auburn Minnesota game, or at Jack Condon on Twitter. Is that right? I think it's Jack H Condon. Is that right? Oh, Jack H Condon. That's right. Jack yeah. H Condon on Twitter. Let Jack know <laughs> what you think about the show. Uh, let's move on to football. Yeah, let's do it. Outback so, uh, Bowl, baby. Outback Bowl. Everybody uh, excited about the seven-point spread? Is that what I saw? I'm just excited it's not Wisconsin. Free money. Yeah, no joke. I, I, of course, I, I'm fully expecting Minnesota's coach to come out on the field and rip a mask off, and it'd be Barry Alvarez under there mm. when, uh, when, <laughs> when this thing kicks off. I, based on what Minnesota's coach wears on the sideline, I wouldn't be shocked if he came out and ripped his clothes off. Oh. He's okay. a he likes a tight a tight fit. Who's their coach now? It's PJ Flick. Yeah. Oh, okay. What row the boat? Yeah, yeah. Right. It used to be. <laughs> it was Jerry Kiln, right? Yes. Jerry Kill, yeah. And then uh, well, I had somebody there for a year. I think there was some drama around that. But... Hmm. Well, uh, we should win this game. I I don't. <sighs> I don't want to understand why that spread is so close. Maybe just because it's been so long since both teams played a game. Didn't uh, their offensive coordinator? Yeah. He, six, is he not like, good? Yeah, like, just took like off four to days Penn ago. State. Yeah. Could you imagine if Auburn's offensive coordinator left to go coach as an offensive coordinator at another school in the conference? Oh, it would People be, would lose their minds. Oh, yeah. is, is Florida State not SEC? No. Uh, oh, sorry. I told you. <laughs> we should, but we should definitely win this. The, the, there's, I don't know. We're talking the talk. There's a lot of talk around around it yeah. about how it's, we're not going to let this be that. Well, it's a completely different situation than that game. I, I don't know why people are, still keep going back to that game. The, the, we've talked about this too much on this uh, very podcast. I think about uh, what was going on with that game. I, I don't, it's a whole different situation. Uh, I think the guys are ready. Um, I think, I think we're just the better team. I don't even understand why anyone wouldn't think that, but uh, whatever. Yeah. Auburn's definitely got the talent advantage here. Um, 
I mean, even just looking at recruiting rankings, which I know that that's not what uh, it's not what dictates talent on the field, but if you if you've heard of the blue chip ratio, where it's teams with more blue chips, right, uh, higher percentage on their team, it means a lot. Well, and it's right. not even just that. We've got we've got a bunch of seniors, especially on on that defensive line. So, yeah, and and is everybody playing? Yeah. Everyone but Nick Coe, I think. Okay, so everybody's playing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> more or less. Uh, yeah. So this Minnesota offense, they're they're gonna throw the ball. They they've got two thousand yard receivers, which is kind of crazy. They've got two receivers with over a thousand yards. Right. And they've only thrown for like twenty eight hundred yards as an offense this year. Wow. So it is so just guys. those two receivers. Oh well, wow. The, <laughs> we're, we shouldn't have a problem then. Yeah. Uh, shutting two guys down. And they're, I think they're like 90th in yards per rush. So like it's, I think we know what's coming. Who who good did this team beat this year? Uh, they lost to Ohio State and Wisconsin, right? They beat Penn State, I think. That I said right. I said who good did they beat, Ryan? Well, okay. I mean, <laughs> if you're not gonna say Penn State's good, I'm not. Okay. That's funny. I think because it's pretty good. I no. think I think uh, it's been seen that this. I think if you look, if you take the pulse of Minnesota fans that I've seen on Twitter and elsewhere on the internet, they don't think they have a chance um, in this game. Which I don't know. Part of me appreciates that, and then part of me is like, they're just also really nice. Yeah, they were all pretty nice when we were up there. So. Yeah, I was a real big fan of them. Yeah. Minneapolis was a uh, not a bad town. Not a bad town. No, it was a really sweet town. I actually liked, I liked it a lot. Yeah. Um, Ryan, what are your thoughts on this game? you think that Auburn's going to be able to get to the quarterback? We haven't really been able to get to the quarterback as much as, possible, as, much as we wanted to. Uh, Is this the game we finally get some sacks? I mean, I think we'll do all right with it. Uh, there, I think we're going to create a lot of big plays on defense. I don't know if it's going to be sacks or not. Um, I, I just, I don't think this Minnesota offensive line is going to really be able to hold up Derek Brown and Marlon Davidson. And sure. if, if that ends up being them having to force a lot of quick plays, I think we've got more speed in the back end than they do. Right. Okay. I hear you. So I think the more interesting matchup is going to be our offense and their defense. Yeah. Not because not because I really like their defense. I mean, I I think the the better matchup is our defense and their offense. But I'm more curious to see our offense. Um, you know, is is Bo going to be able to have the kind of game that he was showing he could at the end of the year? Right. Is he, is he going to make those plays like he did against Alabama? Um. Yeah, you're looking at this more of a uh, preview for next year than a uh, coda to this year. Yeah. And okay. did we ever find out if uh, Chad Morris is actually calling any plays in the bowl game? I thought Gus Gus's? said he was going to call the plays. Yeah, that's okay. what I read. He's calling the plays. Gus is calling the plays. Oh, it's already back. Who's calling the plays? But No, because Gus said this. That he's going to call <laughs> yes. this game. But that and he then, and Chad would have a conversation about who's yeah. calling the plays for next they're, year. They're having ongoing conversations about next year. So, rest assured, Gus is calling all the good plays in this game. Absolutely he is. 
I hope he calls the bad place too. I'm sure he will. <laughs> uh, you all right, Ryan? Uh, you know, I was coming off of a 102 fever last weekend. So oh man, I'm, I'm feeling great right now, actually. That's rough, Ryan. Yeah. 102 fever. Yeah. No. You got anything else to say about this game? Um, I have something to say about this game. All right. PJ Fleck wears purple pants. See, I'm looking at a lot of pictures of PJ Fleck in purple pants. They're not. They're not purple. What? what? Well, <laughs> they're, well, they're not purple. He wear. It's the color of Minnesota. Oh, that, that's a that's a purpley maroon. <laughs> okay. All right. And I and I'm not 100 percent sure. I know what these pants are. They're not necessarily slacks. They kind of look like he's wearing like Lululemon. Uh, oh. Loose fitting yoga pants okay. on the sideline, and then he also wears a tie and a quarter zip, and it's a it's just a look, man. PJ Flex a look. It's interesting. So, it sounds it sounds a little bit like guy. if Todd Golden had uh, coached the Minnesota coached Al Golden out. Yeah, whatever. One of the Golden guys, the guy the guy that was at Miami, the sweaty dude. Right. Whatever happened to him? Remember right? Terry wore a tie for Auburn. Oh yeah, he did. So did Pat Dye, man. The bear wore a suit, man. Man, if Pat Dye was still here, Pat Dye would have won three SEC championships. <laughs> this team Gus has got in a row. This is, is my new out? character. My new, my new uh, character that calls into the lunch break. You, you workshopping that one? <laughs> yeah. Man, Pat Dye is the best coach we ever had. We, we need to go back and run the wing tee. We would have won them three SEC championships. I mean, you're going to give Shadow a run for his money. Man, oh, Gus man, can't win. These, Gus Dick can't win these big games. Look <laughs> at it. Lost in the national championship. Didn't have any big games before that. And lost the only big game, 2013. Lost it. Except for the LSU game that year. He lost that one too. Gus can't win. This is going to be a big game if Gus loses it. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm very excited to see the. Uh, the, on the Twitter um, goalpost moving from both sides during this game. Well, if he loses, it's Gus can't coach bowl games. Sure. And if he wins, it's who cares? This game doesn't right. matter. Right. Right. That's how that always goes, that sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. Can we just can we just hope for another 70-point uh, beatdown? Absolutely. I mean, that, was, that was one of the most fun game days on Auburn Twitter in a long time. Just every time you look up, oh, yeah, there's no touchdown. No touchdown. The best thing is that this game is going to take place right at the beginning of nap time. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to be at home with two boys and just me, so that's going to be fun. We'll see how I that works say, out. I would suggest nap time. Well, nap time's not until about two. So. You just set all the clocks in your house ahead two hours. <laughs> Alex can't read time, but his body knows. <laughs> So look, Alex, I don't know what to tell you. Clock says do a clock. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all I had to say. This is going to be a short episode. Crow's um, going to go give Mrs. Crow a birthday wish. I, w- I will hope to do that. Jeez, Chief. Mrs. Crow a birthday. <laughs> that's almost as creepy it's as... It's a birthday wish. Lando, <laughs> at, at the end of the newest Star Wars, not to spoil this oh, for everybody, geez. there is a line... I haven't seen which, it yet. Well, Ryan, I'm this, the line I'm going to give you doesn't spoil anything. You know Lando's in the movie because he's on the poster. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but 
A woman says, I don't know where my family's from. And Lando looks at her and says, well, then let's find out. See, and no one else in awesome. my theater seemed seemed to read it that way. They they uh, no one was like I was like <laughs> it was <laughs> I was very, the only one that that woman was at least forty years younger than he is. <laughs> Chief, real quick, what did you like more, Rise of Skywalker or Mandalorian? Oh, Mandalorian. Uh, okay, like Mandalorian. Well, you were da- you were down on Mandalorian for a little while. No, just those three episodes in the middle. Okay. They okay. were they were fillery. They somewhat pay off. They're still they're still a little filler. Instead of having filler in each individual episode, they just kind of packed a bunch of filler into three episodes. Um, they with different differing levels of success in those three episodes. Okay. Well, all right. Well, let's get back together next week or after this bowl game. We'll do some more of this. We'll talk, we'll about talk beating Klinger, right? Yeah. Yeah, and talk more Star Wars. All right. <laughs> All right. Have a great New Year's War Eagle beat Minnesota. Oh, no. All right, I guess Crow's going. You still there, Ryan? <laughs>